I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Remember, we were shipwrecked together. Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Cott. And if you want to be the first to hear our bonus podcast, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon, like Jane Mecklenburg. Thanks so much for your support, Jane. We do appreciate it. As you know, Greg and I have our heads full of music 24-7. There's so much in there, you never know what's going to bubble up on any given day. When we have a song that we can't live without, we add it to the Desert Island Jukebox. Now probably a couple thousand songs full, (laughs) Greg. (laughs) What have you got today? Give us a little hint. Well, Jim, this selection this week was inspired by a movie I happened to watch uh, as I was on a transatlantic flight Mm. (laughs) for the first time in about three years. You're on an eight-hour flight. You're killing some time. I saw that movie, The Many Saints of Newark. Oh, yeah. The prequel to The Sopranos uh, episodes. Jersey, my stomping ground. So I, I will leave it there, but that viewing experience inspired this choice. Well, now I'm really eager to hear what you've got. We'll hear more about that in a minute on Sound Opinions. We're back, and Greg, I am so excited to hear what song you're going to play from the uh, Many Saints of Newark. Love those Jersey mobster films. And we had Susan Jacob on, uh, Sound Opinions, who, who was the music supervisor for that movie and many, many other that projects. That is true. Well, the music supervision uh, for the Many Saints of Newark was was excellent, and as was the music supervision for the Sopranos Yeah, well, David Chase is, is a music guy. He is. And he gets it, and he ties in music wonderfully, whatever he's working on, whatever project he's involved with. And this brings me to one R.L. Burnside. Ah, yeah. The Hill Country, Mississippi blues musician. He died at the age of 78 in 2005, but what I was happy to see is that Burnside got his props while he was still alive. He, you know, he got his roses before Late, late before career he died. renaissance. Been playing for decades in obscurity, finally got some records out in the 90s, thanks to Fat Possum Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hill Country stuff was very different from the Delta Blues stuff. The oh, Delta yeah. Blues stuff was the stuff that became super commercial and popular, you know, ended up influencing the Chicago blues sound, was at the roots of rock and roll. Um, you know, let's face it, the Stones, yeah. what, what the Stones wouldn't exist without the, the, Delta, the Delta Blues. Over in the Hill Country, they were creating their own variation. I see. I think the moonshine in the hills was had like psychedelic properties because <laughs> yeah. there is a psychedelic edge to RL. There, there absolutely is. And you know, for one thing, they just dispense with the chord changes. Now the chord changes; those are for, that's for the Delta guys. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just gonna, yeah. We're just gonna Don't do this it. thing for you know these 30, 40 minute hypnotic mm-hmm. uh, grooves. One thing about it, it, it felt very primitive and ancient in some ways, but also very futuristic in others. Yeah, like an incredible encompassing like almost any style of music could be incorporated into that sound well, that, and made that, the that sound that new. Well, that timeless idea of the tribal trance groove to achieve transcendence. Right. It's an incredible sound, and thank God it got some props in the 90s. Uh, you know, artists like Junior Kimbrough and T-Model Ford and Jesse May Hemphill, all characters, all yeah, incredibly, yeah. you know, smart, different People, they they wanted to do their own thing, and they didn't really care about no. commerciality or anything. Did, like did that. you they ever were... talk to RL? Oh yeah, what a, what a ride that was, man. <laughs> man. 
<laughs> Junior, all, all of them. They were all characters. I mean, oh, they, were, yeah. they had great stories. And, and you know, they make like hip-hop artists look tame by comparison because the lives yeah, they yeah. led, what kind of hardships they went through, the outside the law kind Troubles of areas the that they, they, they were uh, you know involved with were, influenced them. And desire, death, sex, whiskey, guns, they're all part of the yeah. you know the culture. And that was pretty much your vacation. Yeah, pretty much. You yeah. know, I wish I could say it was that exciting. <laughs> I mean, I had a great time. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. So anyway, the Fat Possum thing brought wider exposure. So artists like John Spencer and Beck and the North Mississippi All-Stars mm-hmm. and the Beastie Boys are embracing these guys and taking them out on tours and stuff and in 1998 controversial move rl's music rl burnside's music was remixed by tom rothrock who Mm. was the founder of a label that beck was on in the early 90s so he's kind of a cool guy he understood the music he appreciated it the album was called come on in and the track that I want to play is It's Bad, You Know. And it became a centerpiece of, of some of the Sopranos, you know, episodes. It was it was one of those tracks that once you hear it, you go, wow, that's just cool. Oh, it was inescapable in clubs for a good year. Well, it became one of the best-selling records of that time, blues-selling records. And mm-hmm. R.L. at first was kind of like, I'm skeptical about it. And then as he heard it and saw the response it was getting, he goes... This is the kind of music we were making in those juke joints. We were, tr- yep. we wanted people to dance. This is getting people up and dancing. People who had never heard my music before. So he got some nice dough as a result <laughs> of this record selling a zillion copies compared to most blues records. Yep. And then the exposure from the Sopranos mm. was just the, you know, the icing on on top of that very nice cake. So I want to play a little bit of "It's Bad," you know, the remix by R.L. Burnside. R.L. is still at the center of it. That hypnotic groove is still at the center of it, and the beats underneath it definitely translated it to a new audience. So I think it's a wonderful thing. R.L. Burnside, it's bad, you know, on Sound Opinions. That is R.L. Burnside. It's bad, you know, Jim. Well, it's bad, you know. you got to say it like he does. Exactly. I love that song. To support Sound Opinions, become a member on Patreon, and you'll be among the first to hear these bonus podcasts. You can also connect with other listeners in our Facebook group. Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, and our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott. Boy, does Katie do a good job. I read these social media, (laughs) and I'm like, wow, I gotta listen to that show. Oh, I made it. (laughs) Thanks for listening.